Hi, I'm Zibby Owens, and you're listening to Moms Don't Have Time to Lose Weight. I also host the podcast Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books, which you can listen to if you need your literary fix fast. This podcast, Moms Don't Have Time to Lose Weight, is for anyone out there who wants to feel better in their bodies like I do. There's a private support group that I started on Instagram at Moms Don't Have Time to Lose Weight. And all of us share tips, suggestions, recipes, meal ideas, and generally just give each other lots and lots and lots of support so that it isn't so hard to do what should be simple, but somehow isn't. So please listen to the podcast, hear stories from people just like you who have struggled and overcome things and have ideas and suggestions. And let's just do this together. We got this. Thanks for listening. Hi, everyone. It's almost New Year's Eve. We've made it through all the holidays and... It's about to be 2021. I know I'm really looking forward to that. For my last Moms Don't Have Time to Lose Weight podcast of the year, I wanted to throw it back to when I was 14 years old and I wrote an essay. Well, I didn't mean to write an essay. I was sitting at my desk. I will remember this like forever, but I had been really upset. A man on the street I had walked by that day had called out, hey, big girl, as I walked by. And it was just the final straw. And I sat down at my desk and started typing away furiously as I did and still do when I get upset about things. And I printed out what I had written about my body and weight. And my mother grabbed it from the printer and read it before I could grab it, which I've now forgiven her for. (laughs) (laughs) among other things, because it ended up helping me. But she read it and she said, oh my gosh, Zibi, you have to publish this. And I was like, what do you mean? So she said, why don't we try sending this to Seventeen Magazine? And she helped me go into the magazine and we looked up the address and we mailed it in. And Seventeen bought the essay and published it. And it took almost two years from the time I wrote it to publishing, to getting it in my hands. And it came out when I was away at Bennington College for the summer, my after I think my junior year of high school. And I was at a writing program there and the article came out and I got to show it to everybody. And I was sort of hooked on publishing in general and also sharing my feelings about weight, my body, and really everything. The editor I worked with at 17, her name was Rory Evans. And in a weird twist of fate, we have stayed in touch and I am still working with her today as she is one of the editors in charge of Real Simple. So she's still my editor. I wrote a piece for her a couple months ago. So anyway, here's my short, short essay. I think that this will help show you where I'm coming from. I'm wondering if you all can relate. If you can, just send me a DM on Instagram at Zibby Owens or an email Zibby at ZibbyOwens.com. And I'm always eager to hear your thoughts. And this, of course, is the edited version that ended up in the magazine. So my original sort of rant at my desk was a little bit different, but this is very, very close. And it was called My Weight Myself, Do 10 Extra Pounds Make Me a Less Worthy Person? And there's a picture of me holding up a scale in disgust. I'm in pain. Not physically, though my pain is derived from something physical. I am fat. Not obese, just overweight, chunky. I always used to look down on fat people. I'd laugh at women taking up two seats on the bus, but then I realized that maybe I wasn't all that different from them. I was born light, five pounds or so, and I constantly wonder how I could have put 135 extra ones on my five foot two inch frame. I love to eat. I can eat a whole box of chocolate chip cookies at one sitting. I don't even think about them or what they're doing to my body. I just eat and eat and eat. However, I cannot sit here and tell you it doesn't bother me. I blame my weight for the fact that I don't have a boyfriend. I blame it for the fact that people don't always remember to call me about parties. I blame it for my shyness and insecurity. I know that it's irrational to let my weight and body control my life. I know I'd be the same person no matter what I weighed. 
I can't let the bathroom scale be the scale I measure my whole self on. I know I should feel all these rational and logical sentiments, but the truth is, whether it's caused by the media, my school, whatever, what I know and what I feel are two different things. I still weigh myself every morning. I'm still unhappy when I've gained a few pounds. A few summers ago, I weighed what I thought was a lot, 131 pounds. I spent the whole summer running and dieting, and I got down to about 122. I entered high school with loads of confidence, and what can I say? I was a hit. I started going out with a cool guy, and I found a great group of friends. The best part of all, though, was that I really liked myself. I didn't agonize over my image in the mirror. I felt like a new person. Then it happened. A month into school, my parents told me they were getting a divorce. When I heard, all my pent-up anger came out. That's when the monster inside of me crept out and slithered around my stomach, my neck, until it bit me, and all its poisonous venom, fat, clung to my body. When I had put on about 10 pounds, my boyfriend and I broke up. I couldn't shake the feeling that my weight had something to do with it. The second a girl is fat, guys write her off. It's horrible, but it happens all the time. I wish I could say that's not the way I think about guys, but it is. I never want to go out with guys with bad bodies or a little extra flesh, but when it's me and it's my body, I want those standards to change. They don't. Perhaps the reason my self-image changed when I gained weight was because of the way women are expected to feel about their bodies. I see thin women in magazines, in movies, on television, and those are the images I aspire to. I've always wished that I could be transported back to the era when being a little chunky was considered fashionable. With everyone around me going to aerobics classes, including my own mother, I feel as if 10 extra pounds make me a less worthy person. But then, as I said, I'm just as guilty of discounting other people who are overweight, especially when I'm with friends. We're better dressed, thinner, prettier, whatever. I know it's hypocritical. But it's our way, however insecure, of assuring ourselves that we're better than our victim. That's the real reason I think we laugh at the fat women on the bus. When I feel self-conscious about my weight, I decide that everyone in the world is the perfect judge of my body. Two incidents happened that made me realize this. One summer day, this slimy guy came up to me on the street and said, if you lost some weight, you'd be beautiful. I was shocked. Another time I was walking home and this other guy said, hi, big girl. Big girl? My heart dropped to my stomach. It's pretty sad that I let random harassers' feelings about me take precedence over mine. Who were they to judge me? But as much as I wanted to ignore them, they still had the ability to hurt me. And when my insecurities get the better of me, I feel like my friends are turning on me. I even became so paranoid that I thought my friend went to the beach with me just so she could look better in comparison. That made me urgently want to be thin, but I just couldn't bring myself to diet. I'd start and stop, start and stop again. There's no dignity in dieting. Waking up and getting on the scale to find that I've gained two pounds, especially when I'm on a diet, is like working really hard on a paper and getting a bad grade. Then those two extra pounds become 10 in my mind. I get depressed and need something to make myself feel better, so I eat some cookies and the cycle starts again. I once tried going to a diet center, but even that didn't help. It was one of the most traumatic experiences of my life. Nice life. The worst part was when a, quote, diet helper said, wow, you hide your weight really well. At the time, I even took that as a compliment. That place was torture because it was like admitting defeat. Yes, I'm overweight. Yes, I need your help. I hated every minute of it. It's really no wonder that the diet center didn't work. It's hard to feel good about eating rice cakes when I'm angry that weight and what people think of me because of it matters so much. I guess I have to learn to be confident enough to like myself, even with a few extra pounds. I once heard a guy say, I'll never be able to love a woman unless she loves herself. That's why he wouldn't date out-of-shape women. But who says that a woman who isn't thin doesn't love herself? Not all women are built like supermodels. We can't let unrealistic images, and men like that, tell us who we are and how to look. We all have to judge for ourselves. Wow. Some of that, actually reading it again, I haven't read it in a while, 
really takes me back. And I'm sorry, I didn't actually like laugh at people on the bus. I think I was just trying to make a point anyway, but now I'm sort of horrified that I wrote that in a magazine. But anyway, I was 14 when I wrote it. Now that I have 13 year old twins, I actually can't believe I wrote that when I was 14. But some of the things I could have said today, I mean, I could have written the same stuff and I'm 44 and 30 years later, I wrestle with some of the same issues and I'm doing this podcast still talking about it. It's unbelievable. I hope this helped a little bit. At least it helps you know that I am in this with you and we all go through this stuff and it doesn't mean there's anything wrong with us or there's anything to be ashamed about. And it's just for those of us who wrestle with these demons, it's just a part of life. And part of getting through it is having the support of other people and knowing people are in it with you. And that's what this community that I've started is supposed to be about. And I hope I'll help you get through this and just know that I'm out there. And when you're, you know, in the kitchen late at night and maybe eating more cookies than you wanted to, you know, I'm unfortunately, you know, gobbling down (laughs) a few myself and, and that we all have the power to stop and I will be regrouping this new year as you will, I know. And anyway, just to say we're all in this together and that writing always helps. All right. Well, happy new year, everybody. I hope you have a great, great new year's Eve, although nobody's celebrating, but whatever. I am thrilled to get to the end of 2020 with you all. And thanks for listening. I really, really appreciate it. Thanks for listening to Moms Don't Have Time to Lose Weight. Don't forget to follow the private support group at Moms Don't Have Time to Lose Weight on Instagram. Thanks.